Hey everybody, we're doing a uh, delve this time, and we're talking about a Diego Pure Pick, Yay. which is the term I'm using for them this yeah. week. This week, yes. This time. And uh, this is at Gross Point Blank. Gross Point Blank in 1997, starring John Cusack, Minnie Driver, Alan Arkin, and Dan Aykroyd. And, as has been more recently pointed out to me, Hank Azari. <laughs> we previously saw the eulogy. Which the was eulogy. my last Pure Pick. I didn't really do that on purpose, but I probably could come up with something decent for my turn pick with Hank Azaria. That, I feel like that's a well that'll run dry pretty quickly of Hank Azaria films. Yeah, he doesn't do a lot of films. He does a lot of TV. He does a ton of TV. He does, well, I think he's the voice of The Simpsons. He's one of the six voices of The Simpsons. And he, he does more than his fair share of those characters. Because yeah. well, one or two just do, like, a voice. Between him, yeah, I think people just pretty much already Smith as one, and then... Hmm. Um, whoever it is, Mario, it was like four or five. But So this uh, came out the year I graduated from high school, which I think is, you know, I went to see it near my birthday. <laughs> Took a bunch of friends. It was a good movie. Okay, so so your high school graduation, so your 10th anniversary was before I was in high school? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just, just putting that, just making sure that math works My 10-year anniversary oh, no, sorry, before was in college. 2007. Before I was in college. Right, okay. you better have been in high school by then. <laughs> Please. Yes, as I was, I was in, uh, I was in junior year of high school, junior senior year. But yes, this came out, uh, you know, and I went to see it for my birthday. Brought a lot of friends, and I have loved it since. Although recently, and even through this watching, because I've loved it so much and have watched it so many times, it has begun to suffer from you know burnout. Where it was just like, or it's just like, yeah, I could recite this movie. Drunk. <laughs> just trying that. Just getting you drunk to see you recite this film. I could do it sober. I'm just saying it would be harder to do drunk, and I could pull it off. But in any case, um, the plot of the movie is that we have a young Martin Blank, who is a professional assassin... And left school, uh, I want to say when he was 16. 16 or seven, 17 or 18, I feel like. He left, he left school it was prom. early. Yeah, he left school early on prom night, abandoning his high school sweetheart, Debbie Newberry, played by um, uh, Minnie Driver. Driver. Thank you. And through different circumstances, joined um, the military, became a professional assassin. And he's obviously, as we find him, feeling very uncomfortable with his life and not satisfied. It's maybe ennui. Perhaps. And circumstances lead him back to his hometown, where he was supposed to, uh, among many euphemisms, off, delete, wax. Kill. Kill someone. And he kind of gets distracted from that and ends up, you know, doing the standard... And then it becomes yeah. Then it becomes a. It goes from being what could have been an assassination film to being a reunion film, and then it goes back to being an assassination film. Very very briefly, the, the the assassination story is a is the bread in a sandwich that is built out of a reunion. But yeah. you have to admit, coming back as a, an assassin brings you know some interesting, shall we say, condiments to that sandwich. Yeah, I guess. I mean, one of my favorite running gags in this movie is that everyone who asks him directly what he does for a living, he says, I'm a professional killer. And not one person believes him. 
Well, the way he says it is clearly not meant to be believed. I mean, he's I don't know. he's being verbally honest, but I would say tonally sarcastic. I don't know if I believe that. I believe that people just hear that and expect it to be sarcastic and not serious. Yeah. But how did you like it? I still am kind of processing the film. I've only seen it this one time. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, it has a great cast. Yeah, the cast is good. I think the chemistry of the of the, act, of the actors is great. I think that's the, mm-hmm. the 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 strength of the film. I think that the sort of the story is. Eh. I think my favorite role is Alan Arkin as the psychiatrist. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the the psychiatrist who does not want to be the psychiatrist of, of right of because he's blank. He's emotionally involved. Mm-hmm. He's he's scared of his client, and that constitutes an emotional involvement. Yes. And there's sort of this constant, like, he doesn't want him there and he's doing sort of the minimal amount of work. Exactly. Not picking up the phone when he calls, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's a good part. I mean, the chemistry between him and John Cusack and the chemistry between Minnie Driver and John Cusack is very good. And honestly, I think the chemistry between Dan Aykroyd and John Cusack yes. is fantastic. That's, that's also, you know, well, it's all, it's, the actors in this film are what make the film. Really, that is the only reason to watch it. The story isn't that interesting or that good. Well, I think you're hitting on the point, which is that in a movie like this, it's not necessarily like reunion movies and that kind of thing aren't necessarily about the story. They're about the characters. But they're not interesting characters. I disagree. The acting is good, but the characters themselves are standard. They're just, they're stock characters. No, I disagree with that. How do, how so? Um, for instance, I mean, you, I guarantee you've never seen a psychologist like the one. I feel like I have Arkin seen plays. an Alan Arkin type. That might be the one interesting character, though, because, okay, it's an assassin, but that's just sort of... I mean, I think I think John Cusack is the assassin is probably the most cutter character, and Debbie doesn't exactly wow us, being, you know, girl who stayed home was disappointed. Yeah, and, and those are the two characters that are, that are driving the film. Yes, but I think that a lot of it is derived from... Hey, yeah, obviously the performances are great. But I think a lot of it's derived from the secondary characters, too. You have... Um, what, you had Hank Azaria and no-named um, black FBI agent? An SA? Yeah. Like, Hank is... They, the two of them provided a really good comic relief. And besides... Um, I, I can't say much about Felix Lapubel. He exists as a foil. He, I mean, yeah, he could, you know, Hank Zaria's character could barely, doesn't need to be in the film to make it do anything. And he's it's enjoyable. Right. But Lava Bell really is, is only there to, you know, to give Hank Zaria something to talk, someone to talk to. No, no, no. Felix Lapuvel is, um, the, uh, the foreign assassin. Oh, okay. The other guy, I don't remember what his name is. I could find it pretty quick. Uh, he will play Kenneth McCullers. He is K. Todd, Todd Freeman, who also played, like, a. Lieutenant bad guy in um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I want to say season three, maybe four, uh, three though, because it was their graduating year. Um, you had, as always, Joan Cusack played played his secretary, which is his Cusack's sister. And I think I saw there was another Cusack, Anne Cusack, whoever the hell that is. Probably another sibling or cousin or something. Maybe. But she plays the mom when they're at the reunion with the baby. Okay. Um, no, I thought the performance was great. I don't necessarily agree with you with all the characters, but some of it I I think is less... Like, Debbie Newberry isn't a cookie-cutter character. She's just a character... She's a realistic character in this circumstance. It was... 
Where was this, Michigan? Oh, uh, yeah, it'd be, near, it'd be outside Detroit. Small, you know, small town in Michigan. Girl stays there. Not exactly unrealistic. But that's a standard element of any of these stories that doesn't really lead you to anything interesting within the story itself. That it's, no, I think the, the characters were less of the impactful than the way they were written and their personalities. That's, I mean, that's the only thing that, you know, again, the characters aren't interesting. It's the acting that makes the characters interesting in this film. Not just the acting, but I think the writing. Somewhat, I don't know. I, I, mean, think, I think the dialogue was, they had a really, like, the dialogue helped make the chemistry. I don't, I don't think any dialogue really stood out to me, honestly. That, And this could be, I'd be interested to see a variety of ages, like, respond who have seen this movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe that this could be... Oh, this, this, I, I, I'm, I'm watching this film, I was like, this film is not meant for someone who's 24 or someone who's really was born in 1990. Right, I think it's less about the 24, more about the... It's, I, I think it's a I bit mean, of... I saw it at 18. And I yeah. That I don't have that either nostalgia or understanding of the time. And yet you undoubtedly don't really... Like, the music was fantastic in this movie, but I doubt you appreciated it that much being born when you were born. I mean, I recognize all the songs, but I almost think it's kind of like, oh, look, it's songs that you all recognize from when you were in high school. Sure. And it feels kind of like, I don't know, not impressive when people do that in movies for me. Well, this isn't necessarily your kind of movie, either. No. It's not. But the, 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 you, you always say that, like, well, his opinion, it's almost like it doesn't I think it's no, I mean, say that. Okay. People who share your opinion will feel that way, but any of time, people who share my opinion will probably like it. They may. I mean, this is definitely more of. I mean, I could see. And especially if you like dark comedies. Yeah, is this, is this really a dark comedy? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't seem that dark to me. He's an assassin. People are murdered. Yeah. And it's very gallows humor. It's dark comedy. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily associate this with dark comedy. Take that what you will, but I don't consider this that, that dark of a comedy. Well, I've seen the things you watch. Yeah. I understand your opinion. Dark comedy, I mean, like, maybe Mad Bull's dark comedy? Maybe, but that's more of a madcap comedy for me. Mad Bull is its own animal. Mad Bull's a madcap comedy. It's its own animal. Like, I don't know that it's madcap or dark. It's It's something else entirely. Something that I can't quite define. A sexy madcap comedy. Uh, that's that How movie. is that sexy? Who said that was sexy? That, uh, the creator. The creator of the comic said it was sexy. He wanted to make a sexy comedy. He's an he was man. done making evil things. He wanted to make a sexy comedy. Oh, yeah. It's clearly not evil in the slightest. He says, dripping with sarcasm. I don't... Well, you're dripping with sarcasm. I don't think yes. Takashi Koike was. No. Oh, that strange noise in the background that you heard a few minutes ago, uh, audience, was the train. Because it's warm in my apartment, and I had the windows open, and it's near the rail line. I like trains. I you do. hear them at night? Yeah. Awesome. Loud enough to wake you up? No. You you need to physically shake me to wake me up. I miss back in the day. You, again, you need somebody to physically, like, shake my body to wake me up. We'll be giving you Vincenzo's address later on. <laughs> it is Highland Park, New Jersey. No, I, um... I can't say I thought. I thought there was a chance you'd like it, considering I, some of the anime you send my way. I enjoy the acting, and I think it's a film that I didn't. I don't regret watching it. I enjoyed watching it. I felt you needed to watch it just due to the cast, mm-hmm. but I, I think there are sort of evident flaws in this film for me. Okay, I think that is sort of my takeaway. Of it's worth watching once, maybe twice, you know, every so often. Well, you also didn't like eulogy. You have different tastes than I do. Well, eulogy made me physically uncomfortable. 
this did not make me physically uncomfortable. I'm just saying, like, you have different tastes than I do. It's well spelled out. Yes. Anyone who has, has listened to us for more than two episodes, surely by two episodes you've hit, you've hit us arguing about something. But I'm glad you watched it. I accept that you don't like it. I, didn't, I literally said I enjoyed watching it. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. It sounds like... That sounds like something you're saying to be nice. I, I enjoyed watching it. I just think that, you know, I'm noticing points where I was disengaged and I was analyzing why I was disengaged. But now, like, if I find it I find it weird to hear you talk about the uninteresting dialogue when, you know, to me the dialogue was very interesting. Like, it was very humorous. And I've been quoting it for, you know, most of my adult life. I don't know. I think I've been turned off on quippy dialogue over the past few years of, like, every film has to have quippy dialogue. I think one of the things is this. This is the movie that I saw, you know, at 18 and was probably the first movie of its kind that I saw. Mm-hmm. I think that helps. I mean, that, that will make a difference if it's a cornerstone piece in, in someone's experience, then that'll always change a perception mm-hmm. of where it comes from. And yeah, it was very, like any, like any kind of night of a reunion movie, it has music from its time period. Which in this case was '97. It takes place in the year that it was filmed, uh, it was released in. Yeah, and the actresses are the act are about the right age for that. Mm-hmm. And you even have like John Cusack is um is a good cornerstone piece to put in a movie like this where it's a ten year high school reunion. Since he did a lot of movies that of put the him high in school high school, age, yeah, yeah in, the, in that like '86 '87 time period. But I, I I I've met a couple people recently, and I agree with them who like you know I'll follow John Cusack to most places. I don't. There's been a couple movies I watched him in that I didn't like, but they're few. I don't know if it's because I like him as an actor or if he picks good pieces. But I mean, I, I, I saw, you know, having watched a ton of assassin pieces in my day, the the neurotic assassin is just sort of an interesting idea. You know, it almost got bored into like Woody Allen territory for me of like the way his character was. Yeah. Which, but, if you're doing a neurotic character, you're always going to steer into Woody Allen at some point, sure. or at least like great, or to graze that. And I really like, I really like Dan Aykroyd in this. Yeah, he obviously had a lot of fun. He he reminded me of Dan Aykroyd in um, Trading Places. Really, the same sort of professionalism that he has. I guess cutthroat business mentality. Yeah, I guess. If he said Stad once, I'd have, I'd have been there, it would have been there. I don't know about that. See, to me, like Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places is very. He's serious and snobby, mm-hmm. whereas in this movie he's serious and he's he's almost the opposite of that snobby. Point. But he's, he's, a, he's a working man. He is. Asset. He's a working man, but he still has that set we're at that you know business mentality you don't always see with Dan Aykroyd. Oh, just throwing this out there, Dan Aykroyd's character is basically the assassin character who is actually trying to form a union of assassins. Yes. Work yeah. less, pay more. Yeah, that I would have really much more had a film of. Forming the Assassin Union, but in a much more video film. <laughs> well, yes, I think that if they just forgot about him going to his hometown, he would have been all over. Oh yeah, just ignore that. Have, on ice cream. have Assassin, have the Assassin film, and I'd have been, I'd have been much happier. <laughs> but in any case, that was my pick, and I'm sure I won't get one again for like a year or two. Yeah, we'll see. And in the meantime, what's our next pick? Our next pick is uh, the 2013 film Her. I put that on the list. Yes, you did. It was a good movie. I haven't seen it yet. I, haven't, I, I meant to see it. I didn't get around to it. Let's. We'll see. It's. I, I don't know how you'll like it. We'll see. 
I've heard a lot about it. I'm sure I won't be able to identify with it, though. Given what I've heard it's about, we'll see. We'll see. 